Hello there. Welcome back to Star Wars in a Galaxy, watching all the Star Wars we can get our hands on. I'm Jacob. I'm Eli. And this week, we're in regular episode 95 of Star Wars in a Galaxy. We are looking at The Lost Prince and The New King, episodes 5 and 6 of the 1985 TV show Star Wars Droids. Yeah, so we've been we've been watching this recently. Eli, what are your how do you how do you want to? Oh, well, we should do our summaries first. Summaries, yes. R two and C three PO auction themselves off, and eventually get a they uh, and they're eventually sorry. Anyway, okay, R two and three PO auction themselves off to a guy to a guy named Full Job. Sorry, Jan Tosh. Though, try to convince me they're separate characters. Honestly, nice. a guy named a guy named Jan Tosh. Jan lives on a ranch on like a farm with his. Uncle, I believe it is, or his grandfather. His uncle. His uncle, uncle Gundy. Uncle Gundy. Yeah, that's what it is. Uncle Gundy. With his uncle on a farm on that planet. I don't know what that planet is, actually. Do you know what that planet is? Give me a second. Heinz Horky. Heinz Horky is the name. Heinz Horky is the name of that planet. And there and, and Tosh is wanted. By these two guys named Kleb and Yorpo. They're 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 want he's wanted by them, and it's revealed because in addition to 3PO and R2, he bought this android at the shop. But it's revealed not to be an android, it's revealed to actually be a person, and this person's name is Jopa's memory had been erased. They and Tosh for the time calls him Kezibon. Kezibon, he calls him after he saves Uncle Gundy from from a collapse from a cave-in, I believe it is. Yeah. And, but Cleb and Yorpo managed to both capture, capture Tosh and, and Monjulpa along with R2 and 3PO. And also they revealed they've gotten a sample of a substance called Nergon-14, which is a, an explosive substance used in Imperial detonators. And they managed, but they managed to escape Cleb and Yorpo's base before they can use the Nergon 14 against them. And it's revealed that Monjulpa is the prince of a planet called Tamuzan, and he was ousted from his title by an evil vizier, and his memory was erased. And so Chosh and R2 and 3PO go with Monjulpa to help him get his kingship back, his princeship back on the planet of Tamuzan. And that's where the episode ends. In the next episode, The New King, they get a... They get a passage on a freighter piloted by a woman named Jessica Mead to Tamu's on, and they and we find out the name of the evil vizier is named Zatik Cha. But before they can, but before they can land on Tamu's on, they're shot down by the fearsome py- pirate Kaibo Ren, um, who is competing with the bounty hunter IG88 to claim Monjulpa as a bounty, presumably for Zatek Cha. And while they're still regrouping on the ground, Monjulpa is captured by IG88, and and I and IG88 takes his staff and gives it to Zatek Cha. And it's revealed that once that if the if the staff hits in the right way during the next morning, whoever's holding it will become the next king of of Tamuzan. And but but they're all captured by by Zatik Cha, who who makes who who sentences them to death to be eaten by a an animal called a 
turkey and but they escape from the turkey and they they battle Zatik Cha and his forces but eventually freaking eventually Manjulpa gets his title back and gets to be the king of Manjulpa as is his royal birth so where where Eli where do you want to start with these episodes because I have I don't know these I episodes are, are really interesting I, 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 I there, there's some there's some there's some really cool stuff in here we'll say the beginning of this ep- i don't know if because i i keep comparing this to pre-existing star wars because star wars has stories that story tropes that tend to repeat themselves and i'm not saying that's a bad thing i like seeing them during the, through these different interpretations but oh, the, yeah, the sure. first episode starts very much like the mandalorian yeah absolutely Two bounty hunters getting a they only have the tracking fob in the picture you know what i mean like yeah. Also voice over acting at its finest. I think a lot of gratuitous, a lot of gratuitous screaming and yelling in these yeah. first couple of scenes, um, I think. But then this arc evolves into into a weird version of the Mon Calamari arc. Yeah, it's really, um, it's very strange. With, with, with Tom Uzan being the new version of Mon Calamari and Mon Jopa being the new version of Lee Char, basically. Or the, the old version, well, maybe. Well, the old version, but like the other <laughs> yeah, version of Lee Char. The, the Walmart the Walmart, Walmart Lee Char. <laughs> Don't sue us. But here's my question, okay? Okay. I might be reaching with this, and it's certainly not my place to speak about this because there are, there are plenty of people who are more qualified than me to speak about this. But did the portrayal of Mon Julpa, specifically when he was his memory was wiped, seemed a bit racist to you? Mm, yeah, maybe. I, I didn't look at. I didn't because it, it seems it very. Just... It seemed very insensitive to Native Americans specifically. Yeah, it did seem a bit stereo. It seemed quite stereotypical. I just kind of yeah. chalked it up to oh, 1980s. You know, yeah. there's going to be some. Yeah. It's going to be some some stereotypes and 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 things yeah. that don't really. And hold that up, was which, a lot to of be my. Fair, so far, I thought it was doing, doing quite. Well. The show was. It doing was doing well okay with it so far. So far, and, and, and this well. was absolutely a misstep and i just wanted to get that out of the way that, that was yeah. one of the reasons for my skepticism of the first episode i'm like mm. i'm not, i don't think i'm knowledgeable enough to say yes definitively that is racist but it definitely feels racist yeah and like they call him a creature and they give him a name without really like asking him if he wants the name yeah, luckily it's a little l- weird luckily he actually does tell them his real name and they start calling him that thank god because they would have been a problem if they kept calling him kezavan because that's not his language and that's not you know that's not his name yeah they call me jane anyway but it was it was it was it was an interesting it's interesting it's like this whole conflict about the the people of tamuzan it's a really interesting like situation to be going into because they obviously have a rich history and culture that we don't know all everything about you know what i mean yeah we we don't it's it's yeah and then we have this the, the mustache twirling crazy yeah it's it's interesting i'm not i'm not sure yeah it, i don't know just kind of watching this episode there were there's just a lot of moments where i, I kind of just went huh you know what's the, what's all this then you know yeah kind what of, do you just kind of skeptical. Yeah, so you're a bit more skeptical of these episodes. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I just thought that. What's the name of the the main main character? Of this one. Tosh. Tosh. Yeah, I just 
really bland, kind of underwritten. He's I felt Thal like two. He's Thal he's two. Thal, he's like completely Thal two point Like he even has like well, he has he's buying droids. He works for his uncle on a ranch. Like how much of this is just like Luke Skywalker, a New Hope two point You know, like yeah, I give I get me a second. That. Actually, who voiced? Give me a second. Thal Jobin. Wait, is Thal Jobin? I'm looking this up, and I just saw is Thal Jobin canon. Holy fuck, Thal, Thal Jobin's canon. Anyway. No way. I mean, I get that Star Wars is always kind of... Through a reference book. Thal Jobin was voiced by Andrew Sabiston. Jan oh. Tosh was voiced by... Don Franks, actually, who voiced Boba Fett. So it's not the same person. But I thought it was. Which, you know... <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Like... What, is that, what does that say? Yeah. And I think, like, I understand that, you know, a lot of Star Wars, Star Wars has always, you know, had a lot of, I guess, self, self-reference, you could say, and uh, kind of self-reference and, and recycling ideas and, you know, using the same tropes over and over. But this just felt like too, it was just too much for me. And, you know, I think the, the main, like, the it, it is cool, like, the supposed android and then it's actually the prince like i don't know i just think it doesn't really do none of the parts that they kind of bring in to make this story they end up doing too much with i feel like and it just didn't really doesn't really do it for me i don't know but i'm curious because i know you you kind of were more more warm on these episodes i'm 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 very curious to kind of hear what you have to say i just think I just think it's there's there's just some fun adventure stuff in this. I, I think there's like like you know, and, and there's also that line, and I wish they developed this theme a bit more because I really thought they were going to, which is which is Gundy's big problem with Tosh is that he's too compassionate and that he doesn't think to take take care of himself. Yeah. And it's an interesting question, you know, like like obviously the light side is compassion, and I believe that Gundy is a good person if 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 a bit like if a bit curmudgeonly, you know what I mean? But yeah. like, where do you draw the line? Where do you draw the line between, you know, like, where do you draw the line? How, where, how, how much do you put yourselves out there to help people? And when is it I mean, just not, like that? That's yeah. a question that frankly, the bad batch is going through every single episode. Yeah. It's a, and it's a star Wars question. You know, it's, it's a star Wars question. When do you Luke fight? And when do you it, not? And Ezra does it. Leia does it. Absolutely. Every, every freaking star wars character so i think yeah and and i and yeah. i wish they'd gotten a little more to that but 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 it was it was still nice to see i, I can agree with that actually yeah i can yeah i can i can uh, i can enjoy that part of it definitely did you notice by the way did did you notice by the way the cameos we got in the first episode I'm not sure what you're referring to so i guess i didn't did you see in the cantina when where max Rebo oh and, yeah can people cool inside max Rebo and... i looked at that and i was like what that's a fucking of cameo course. That's a of fucking course. cameo. That was awesome. That was that was that, that was, that, that was that, hilarious. That's fantastic. No notes. Yeah, that's perfect. That's how you do it. <laughs> Beautiful. No notes. Yeah. No notes. What else about this episode? What, yeah. else, what else popped out at you? I also just really like and 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 again, this is like um, this is a this is a very like and I also just like the idea of you know setting up this plot of the Tamazon plot. I am the I am the I hold I. My my memory was erased by an evil vizier, so he could u- usurp my rightful throne. That's a Star Wars plot, if I've ever heard any. 
Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 like, 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 like destiny reclaiming what's yours. You know, I have this right. These are my people. This is very, this, these are like, these are, this is a very Star Wars idea with, with how leadership works. And, you know, yeah. And, and I, I like the idea that Jupa, and, and maybe we don't see this as much as we do say somebody like Lechar, but I think we do, still do see it. Yeah. It's the idea that, that, that Jupa still has to earn being the leader of his people. He's not yeah. like, being a leader is not just something you are, it's something you do. Absolutely. Yeah, I think actually one thing I can say about these episodes, especially is, you know, obviously after the first after the first episode with Michael, we were kind of we were talking about how this was so clearly before there was really a vision for what Star Wars really meant in a in a sense, in a broader sense beyond the first three movies. But now that I've watched a few more episodes, this one in particular, actually. And the and some of the some of the points that you're bringing up and reminding me of is, it's really making me go, wow, this is so Star Wars. It is like it like really... more than it looks like when you look at droids. And you'll go, yeah, yeah. there's you, like it, TV on the surface shows, it doesn't, like... but if you but if you really look at it, it looks it, it's a Star Wars story. It really is. Yeah, it's like a, it's like looking at a human and then looking at, lo looking at like a like an early, an early hominid. Like a like a human yeah. ancestor, where you're like, yeah, this you is different. The but like, this is different, but like, all the pieces are are in place. Like, it's a clear line, you know. It's, it's an orange it's, and a grapefruit. It's really, yeah. It's it's really cool to kind of, the deeper we go into this show, the more we kind of see. This actually really, this is actually quintessential Star Wars even though it has all these other trappings and 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 kind of on the surface feels so so kind of different and shocking and other from anything else we have in Star Wars. What I also love too is 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 that they introduce like they could have just done the dramatic reveal for Boba Fett for IG in this episode. No, yeah. no they didn't. They they did something I think another interesting reveal method which is not like the way in the shadows thing. They dropped his name a few times in the first episode, but he doesn't actually appear till the second episode. So we know he's out there, but it's not his time yet, which is equally scary, I think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's that suspense of knowing that it's... however much the, the heroes accomplish, that, that, that there's still a greater threat right waiting in the background. That's incredible. To That's, an, that's a great story device, and I, I really like how it's used here. Yeah, me too. It's that actually is something I I agree with. One thing, the money, the money in it was called Keshels in this. What the Keshels? Yeah, the Keshels. It's like that's interesting. Kessel, Kessel plus Shekel equals equals Keshel. Maybe where did yeah, that, no, that, where did that, that come from? Yeah, that is an interesting idea. Yeah, I don't know. Just just a thought. That's kind of all I. That's all I hit on for this for this episode. What else? What else do you want to talk about? No, I, I I think that I think that's it for this episode. Do you want to get to the new king? The new king. Let's do yeah. it. I wanted to talk. I mean, we see her as briefly in, in the in the Lost Prince, but Jessica Mead, I like her character. But what's that name? That's way too normal of a name. Yeah. That's that's one of the moments when you go like oh, this is like before yeah. we really established some parts yeah. of Star Wars. 
yeah as much as as much as i just talked about everything you know (laughs) yeah and i will say this too this is another this is my other biggest criticism of this episode the turkey doesn't do it for me the turkey the turkey the turkey yeah that's the the end doesn't feel star wars to me and that's just a personal preference. I'm not saying it isn't Star Wars. I don't want to be that pretentious asshole. It's like, this is Star Wars. This is not Star Like, it just didn't fit well with the narrative for me. I think the beast idea was a good idea, but I, I just, like, the turkey was just a little too fantasy for me. I guess. I don't know. That's just my opinion, though. I do like, however, how R2 defeats the turkey by removing that, like, parasitic bug from it. Oh yeah, that was a great that was a great Which moment. reminds me of of Rogu coming down the Rancor at the end of the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Uh, like the nonviolent methods of winning that I think was used to great effect there. And yeah. like the and, and the power of empathy. I think that was all very I I, I thought that was I, I, I thought I, that I was very subtly done. Yeah. I love um, when, I love when Star Wars does things like that. Yeah. I feel um, like Monjolpa. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Don't no, go ahead. Um, I don't know. Just think of Monjolpa, the other aliens. They vaguely. Tamuzan. Pardon? The Tamuzan. Yeah, they vaguely kind of felt. I don't know. Go back to what you were saying. Now that you mentioned it, they did kind of vaguely feel like an ethnic, some sort of ethnic stereotype or something. I don't know. Felt a little, felt a little uncomfortable. And did you did you pick up on that or is that just? You know, I, just I me, mean, maybe. I I. Again, I don't I don't want to speak for anybody. So I Yeah, gr- granted, granted, neither am I. Just just my yeah. personal personal yeah. experience it, watching it, the episode. It, but it felt uncomfortable to me. It felt very uncomfortable to me. And it definitely felt like a misstep. I don't I'm not convinced it was intentional. But you know, it it it, it this was, you know, around 40 years ago. There were different expectations in society about character development and i'm not trying to defend that at all just put it into a bit more context as to how it could have made its way onto a kid's show but you know it, it, yeah it, it's complicated and i'm not saying that i love it or i hate it i fair, uh, enough, fair enough yeah i will say that here's what i will say though uh kaibo ran rocks as a character and i'm so excited that he, we're going to be getting <laughs> into him i feel like he's oh, like yeah. the evil hondo of this series yeah, he was he was pretty great. I did like Kylo. Um, Ren. I I have the to mention was... now because the the idea that that Pablo Hidalgo tweeted about a while ago that he was working with J.J. Abrams to develop story details for Force Awakens just to make sure it fit into lore and stuff. When J.J. came up with a name Kylo Ren for the new villain, Pablo was like, "Hey, there's this TV show droids that was done in the '80s that has a character named Kylo Ren," and yeah. J.J. love him to yeah. death, but he was like, "Nobody's gonna notice that." Yeah. <laughs> People noticed. Again, not a huge deal. I just like the, the fact that there's a literally a one letter off character from, I think, maybe one of the greatest Star Wars characters in this new era, Kylo Ren, in this show. I just I just think that's fantastic. And I think it's really funny. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is one of those, you know, trademark Star Wars, trademark Star Wars moments, you know, Endor, Andor. And or and or or you know the Luke Skywalker's original name was Mace Windy. Mace, oh yeah, who could forget? Who can forget Mace Windy? Tatooine was, uh... was originally called Utapau. Really? Okay, I didn't yeah. know that one. Tatooine I did was not in a draft called Utapau. Yeah, 
I think Tatooine's a better name for Tatooine. Maybe yeah, I, I think that because I know it as Tatooine, though. Yeah, but no, mm, I mean, originally, the original, <laughs> I think the original original name was Aquilus. Oh, I didn't know that either. No, Aquili. Aquili. It was, was supposed like to be a joke. Uh, it was supposed journal. to be a joke because it was a desert planet called Aquili. Yeah. Was that in like the, like how early are we talking? We're talking. I like think this is like the first draft. The Guardians of the Skywalker. Will, like back when it was called. That the, is taken from the, the Guardians of the Wills. The yeah. the, the, the the adventures of Luke Scar Star Killer as taken from the as taken from the Journal of the Wills Saga One the Star Wars. <laughs> what a name! What a what a name! name. What, what a, a freaking name! Name. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, I I really like seeing IG eighty eight in action. I gotta say, I can't. I can't lie to you. I love seeing ID in action. I don't. I want to cool. know what that staff is. That magic staff, the the scepter that proclaims you the king of Tamuzan, is like looks fantastic. Yeah, it, and it, and it, it, it looks. It just looks so cool. Yeah, it was pretty. It was something. It was. It was quite something. I have to say, the art style of these episodes has been very, very nice to look at. Very fun. Yeah, absolutely. Watch. Very, Definitely very been digging that. I think I believe it was a. a it was. There were, I can't remember the name, but there was. They hired a South Korean animation studio to uh, to animate the whole thing. That's very so cool. Was, I didn't know that actually. It was this Canadian. It was the Canadian. It was this Canadian production company, and then this South Korean animation studio working with uh, Lucasfilm to make this thing happen which I, I think that's pretty cool yeah right. you got anything cool. else yeah. for this episode i'm i didn't really have a lot for um this one. well i just love the here well here here's what i'll get to the line tomorrow i zatek cha will become king king of tamuzan but only if i possess the scepter mm. i hope whoever wrote that looked around in the writer's room and had a the biggest shit eating grin on their face because that is one of the campiest lines in the show I've heard so far. Screenwriting is it hard. rocks. <laughs> it rocks. It yeah. rocks so hard. I love it so much. I love how ridiculous it sounds. Like, yeah, it is like sometimes I, I, I've heard people in the movie trivia showdown who are not as big Star Wars fans say that hearing Star Wars competitors talk about Star Wars trivia is for them like speaking in Greek. But this sentence really does sound like speaking in Greek. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean that's kind of that's. But I feel like that's par for the course with any you know kind of Star Wars. Yeah, but those, this one just sounds of, ridiculous. You get those moments of world building where it's just like, are yeah. at a certain point, are we, are we really, uh, are we really giving context? Or are we just, you know, what are we? What are we doing at this point? But yeah, I, th yeah, I think absolutely. it's, I don't know. I, I still find it delightful in all the right, all the right ways, I have to say. So yeah, I mean, not my favorite episode, but overall, I think, I don't know, a little bit of a step. I think, I think episode, oh man, the, was it called? The, the new race King, episode? The a race to the finish. A race to the finish. Yes. Sorry, that's, I was born. From last there. episode. A race to the finish from last episode really kind of set my expectations and kind of it kind of changed what I thought the, the series could be and gave me maybe a little bit too high hopes for these next yeah. episodes and then and, and who knows they could they could still yeah. escalate we're only halfway through this arc we're only 
around, I think we're not even halfway through the show yet. I think we're getting there, but I, but I think halfway through the show, I probably will be next episode, I think. Yeah. Will be our halfway mark, I believe so. 11, 10 episodes. No, there's more than that. There's, let's see, there's the eight. There's, there's 14 episodes, including the, the, there's 10. So like, if we want to like, look at the lengths, it's 15 episodes. So yeah. Next episode will pass the halfway mark. Okay. Okay. I'm excited to see where this goes. It's been very oh, unexpected. A lot of fun. Oh, absolutely. I will also just say that say very quickly, also, a couple of minor things from this. As for your friends, they've been taken care of. They got away! Is just <laughs> such fantastic timing. Yeah. Also, there's, there's some great comic moments in this uh, episode, no doubt. Yeah. I also, speaking of comic moments, R2 telling 3PO that his shoelace is untied? <laughs> Beautiful. That was I, something I never knew I wanted until I got it. That was quite a moment. That, that was, was fantastic. Beautiful. I also just kind of love the, my final thing for this episode is I just love all like the, like when they were under that cat, under the castle on freaking on Tumuzan, like it had very Temple of Doom vibes to me. And I love that movie. Oh yeah. And, oh, and like all the old ruins stuff and the checking out like booby traps. I love that shit. I love that shit so much. Yeah, pretty great. Pretty, pretty great. Yeah, that's kind of all. That's all my thoughts. You want to you want to call it here? You have anything else? I don't think so. What do you think overall of these two episodes, the beginnings of the Tamuzan arc? Overall, like I said, I don't think it's as didn't like it as much as the, the previous arc. I like the From arc better, but I, I think I still I still think for what the show is, there are some there's some great moments and it's it's by no means a, a bad product, I would say. I would say that I, I would say that I would say that I think I probably like this a little less, but I think it's still too early, at least for me to judge because I haven't seen the resolute. But no, but I think that's until next time. That's going to be it for this episode of Star Wars in a Galaxy. Next week we are going to be looking at the eighth and not no the the seventh and eighth episodes of of Droids, the Pirates of Tarnuga, and the Revenge of Kaibo at and long last. at long last the revenge of Kaibo Ren also announced I'm very excited guests are to come for this we will announce this but we are doing another bracket stream in two weeks for Star Wars in a Galaxy we're doing a bracket stream on the various seasons of Star Wars television canon only so that's so that's going to be Clone Wars Rebel let's see actually let me, I, I have it somewhere over here Clone Wars Rebels Resistance Mando and or Book of Boba Fett, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Bad Batch, all of that good stuff. Guests to come, but we're so excited to wait back into the world of bracket streams. In the meantime, though, you can follow us on Twitter at In a Galaxy Pod, Instagram at Star Wars in a Galaxy. Listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, we will be there. If we're not, email us slbinagalaxy at gmail.com. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, click the notification bell. Um to get all the uh, update on all our latest videos, follow my personal account at ochifan327. And until next time, may the force be with you. Always. Always.